One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Flats and Shanks podcast. Give it more. The f- Give it more. Come on. What? Right. That's hey, it. guys. <laughs> hey, guys. This is How, are How are you? How are you? Um, we're up for it. I'm I'm Flats, and this is this is Shanks, and I am F A B today. He is up for it big time, full of energy. He's had two coffees this morning. He's been into his home gym and given up because he couldn't be bothered after ten minutes. Never I give thought up. Thought about mate. going to the gym. I didn't go. Never give up. Did you not listen I to the game last go. night? Never give up. No. What game? Um, you know. The no, game. I was at the game. Yeah, I was at the game, fella. Oh yeah, um, so you can listen, but never give up. Never give up. Never give up. Um, and yeah, look, the fans are back, and so are we. Mm, you got no fans. Is that more energized for you? Yeah, it's good, mate. Much you got better. no fans. Much better. You want some? I'll give it. Yeah, if you want said some. To me, um, I sat down watching the game. At, it was at Brentford Community Stadium, uh, which is a wicked stadium. I love it, and uh, the. Uh, and what these fans were there, four blokes, really nice blokes, and one of them turned around and said, um, what's it like for you guys having fans back? I said, well, what do you want, mate? You want a TV answer? He said, no, we just heard your TV answer. What's the real answer? I said, actually, it is really good. Like, it, it is way, way, way better than it was before. Because it didn't feel right before, and that is way better. But, but it is going to take me longer to get out. Mm. Yeah. And you know traffic and stuff, and it did. It duly did. And there were only four thousand people there, but that was enough to delay me getting to my car. So, pros and cons. The biggest thing I've missed about not having fans at stadium is any on-site catering. You know, so yeah. Every time I I go to a game, I've got to have a packed lunch with me. You know, so my my food yeah. of choice at the moment is sushi because uh, you yeah. can eat it quick. Um, especially little bits, you know, the ones you get from Tesco or if I'm feeling really posh, M&S. Um, one okay. bite, one bite, one piece, you know, so you've got like five bites. Yeah. Um, and I've got the ability to eat like a crocodile as well, you know, so I can just swallow. Yeah, you don't chew, do you, anymore? Don't have to. I can if I want to, but it depends what rush I'm in. Okay. I'm just sat here and I've, I popped to M&S this morning to get some lunch 
um, for later on today. I'm in the office, uh, and I got some sushi, well like the katsu firecracker sushi. It's just a, it's just a level above other supermarkets. And Is it? Yeah. I got super berry smoothie, which um, I'm really going to enjoy. And, and I know it's probably not good for you. Probably the sugar intake is, is very you. high. But but when people say that, I say, well, it's natural sugar. So it's good sugars. Yeah, stick it up your ass. Oh, it's good fats, isn't it? <laughs> um, I uh, yeah, we. I'm I'm getting so sick of taking my own food that I've stopped. And um, yesterday I was like, right, I'm gonna have a decent lunch before I go to London Irish. That I'm just not gonna have dinner, and I'll basically look like David Gandhi by the morning. I'll skip dinner anyway. Um, I had no energy. Was really terrible at work and um, kept making mistakes. And it was all quite funny, except it started to frustrate me a bit because I was mucking up a little bit. And it, we were all laughing about it. It was great fun, but mm. I was like, I'm actually very low on energy here. So because we're in London at Brentford, Deliveroo got a massive Nando's in for the lads. Oh, well done, Brentford Community massive Nando's Stadium. It sounds like you, somewhere you'd go for like a I know an AA meeting. Yeah, it is. It doesn't sound. Class. It doesn't sound like what it is. It is honestly so good. Somewhere and, like um, Ali G would go, just pull up out the front in the sable, yeah. limp out. Stains community. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it it is. It's great. I've I've said this from the start. It's when that place is full, mm. it's going to be great. Mm. And um, Irish have got enough really good players to fill it up. Anyway, so um, look, fella, mm. how's your week been? Because we've had. It's been a bit disjointed for me because the games are all spread out, but I want to know how yours has been. Um, It's been a busy week, our kid, David. Um, There's been um, some Zoom webinar management we've had to do at Gennaro. Uh, All that to chip in. Um, I played golf yesterday at Berkshire for the Centurions charity. Uh, And I know I've only got 70 caps, but everybody knows that had I been fit and... Stage injury free, I would have got a hundred. So I'm, you know, I'm if you'd pick more easily, yeah, yeah. an honorary member. Um, so, yeah. so that was actually really enjoyable. Uh, there were sixteen teams there, all sort of members of the of the charity. Yeah, and I played with Jason Leonard. Lost a bit of timber, looking looking well. He does um, look well, doesn't he? And. Rory Best, just he's just excellent company. Yeah. So is Rory Best. Yeah, just lovely man. Excellent company. Um, and I was going to play with Sean O'Brien as well, but obviously the game was rescheduled for London Irish to the Tuesday, so he couldn't make it. Um, so he wasn't there. Um, and there was okay. another guy actually there, um, Goncalo Uva. Uh, he was a Portuguese player, played at Montpellier and Narbonne. He's had 101 caps for Portugal. Um, but, oh, right. but Rory Best bought his brother and his mate as well who's um, his brother Mark and his mate Keith um, his brother Mark Mark Best obviously looks obviously. like Mark Strong do you know who Mark Strong is? no oh you will you will he's in loads of British films loads of loads of films in general yes I do know who he is He was he in The Guard? He might be. You don't know because you've never watched it out of protest to me saying it's my favourite film. He's in all of the British films. Who's Who went out with I'm Madonna? Clive Owen, Guy Ritchie. He's in all of Guy Ritchie's yeah. films. Rock and I'm Roller. I'm Googling him now. Yeah. You'll know who he is. Yeah. Oh, he was in The Guard. Yeah. Um, looks incredibly like him. Um, but it's not a bad thing. Wonderful day. Berkshire course was brilliant. It's a tree line course. 
and stunning, mate. To what? Absolutely stunning. Tree line. Tree line. Yeah. Say. Yeah. So sort of all the holes uh, you On play uh, in between trees, which makes oh, right. it so even it's quite more... easy to knacker yourself. Yeah, but it also makes it visually um, very sexy. More scenical. Yes. Um, and um, just well a nice day, mate. Just a nice day. Samurai um, sponsored the polo shirt. So I had a nice red polo shirt. Um, it's like, right, you play for Wales. or well, you played for Wales. Have a red polo. You're thinking, oh, do I have to? Red's not my colour. Yeah. It's going to look yeah. like I've got like a, a short sleeve hoodie on. It's going to wash you right out, isn't mm. it? Um, yeah. So, but they were nice shirts and, and a lovely beef roast after then shot back in the car drove home and relaxed in the car right. listened to a serial killer podcast as you do standard. No, standard I finished Body of Lies mate talk to me wow liked it wow well I quite fancy becoming a spy mate for six months if that's alright yeah I know right <laughs> I know right <laughs> I'm just not I'm like just for not those of you that haven't listened to it which is almost all of you um, do ever listen to Body of Lies because it, it's a really good podcast, isn't it? And it's like, I mean, you do you do kiss your family goodbye when you take that job, don't I, you? I can't believe they've got a family and still able to do it, you know, so still staying away from their family every single day. Um, but then but, I suppose... But how it, do they... Yeah. Yeah, I suppose yeah. it separates reality from from what's going on, from your other life. Yeah, but how do their families accept, accept it? Like, how do they live like that? Well, you're doing it for queen and country, aren't you, mate? So... Yeah, come on though. Yeah, I know. Um, not really, are you? I mean, uh, you are, you are, and you're not. I mean, it's low-level, left-wing group. What you are doing, mate, is like messing with people's lives. All right, and yeah, which is your style, which not mine, <laughs> which you've done enough of already. <laughs> it's not my style; it so, is your style. Uh, but really good. And then listen to a um, bit of Case File. Just chilled out, mate. Listen to a double murder on Case File. <laughs> so true. It's exactly what I do. It's mad, isn't it? <laughs> And a, mad, a nice, uh, and a nice flat white and a uh, extra shot. Um, but it was like the first event, isn't it? Open, you know. So we're indoors, uh, masks on, track and trace. Yeah. Um, well done, mate. Nearly what? I had a couple I of did, birdies, mate. Three, if you're asking. I did get track and trace last week, All right. and I was like, "Oh no, oh no, I'm not going to go to work." And it was for what was it for? It was for a something. Oh God, I, f- I forgot something. Had you touched network. a petrol pump, like in Reading Services, like Jamie in Roberts Services. did? Yeah, yeah, after a tour of Europe, Westbound. Um, yeah, it was a. It was like a home technology network conference in, like, oh God, it's like Carlisle or oh. something. And I was like, "What on earth is that?" So I thought, "Well, I'll do the right thing um, and ignore it for a minute." Mm. I hope it goes away and I was yeah. like mm, I'm going to dress up this afternoon like when you get points uh, through, the lice, through the post for speed yeah exactly and I was like you can't ignore it because mm, it's COVID and I was like hang on I've got two jabs I'm alright and then I got another one through saying um, please disregard any message you've had from us in the last 48 hours so I'm thinking you're saying I've been tracked and traced at a virtual event so nobody was there that's the point so I was like, but it said Carlisle. Nobody was at the event. So I'd, I don't know. I think the whole track and trace thing um, flawed. But I mean, they had to pull the system together pretty quick. Did so, you um, um, look out your front door or your bedroom window, see if there's like a van parked out the front, like a builder's yeah. van? <laughs> TV license van. Parked out windows. <laughs> yeah. um, I cancelled my TV license this week for a house I moved out of 10 years ago. 
Mm. Was it Didn't were realize. you playing direct debit? It's easy yeah. to go online, mate, and check what direct debits you're doing and what you know. So I know that you can cancel. But you just said TV license doesn't say address on it. it. Just says TV license. I said, yeah, cool. But you're probably worth cancelling OnlyFans now, mate. So I'd get <laughs> onto that. You can only get a refund for two years of TV license if you played it for too long as well. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, don't. I mean, so, don't, don't, fella. So anyway, that was that was yesterday. Uh, I covered the Scarlets Blues game at. Um, Parker Scarlets on Saturday, um, decent game, enjoyed it. Yeah, happy with that. Well done. Weather was good, which makes a massive difference. Yeah, London massive. And tomorrow, which will be a Thursday, I'm going to a pilot events um, uh, event. <laughs> so it's Hang on, what? <laughs> it's piloting events coming up at the Celtic Manor. So. It's going to give us a blueprint from the Welsh government as to what events we can do moving forward. So I had to take a had to do a proper COVID test uh, a couple of days ago. Got the results back negative. Yeah. Got to do a lateral flow when it arrives. So it's going to give us an idea of of how we can put events on and what events are going to look like in the near future. And then Friday, I know I'm going on a bit now. You're like this though. You are a bit, but it's okay. It's a good um, friends. Friday is Lads Day. What Lads at Le Monde Day. So we're going out for a lunch, a long lunch. You're going flipping mad, are you? Networking lunch. You're like one of these um, undercover operatives, mate. You're like, you're, you just disappeared, aren't you? I've got a van as well, mate. I've got a van. And I'm just trying to work out what trade skill would be. Probably. You love getting bloody plastered. Fix so. <laughs> fixing SkyQ. Pretty good at that. <laughs> just turn off at the mains. Put it back on. Everything's yeah, about working. Um yeah. Um, what have you been up to anyway? Sorry, there's enough uh, about Do you know me. what? Not not a lot is the truth. Not not particularly busy. Uh, writing a few little bits here and there. Um, had a weekend off because we filmed our highlights show last night, being mm. Tuesday night at Irish. Um, I've been... Do you know what I've done quite a lot of in the last week? I'll, t- I'll tell you. Cardio. I've done quite a lot of cardio. Um, I did a... On Monday morning, I did... Um, my, oh, by the way, I mean this is a this is an outright plug, but it's for charity, so um, it's worth it. SoFit Bath at SoFit Bath on Instagram, they're doing a twelve-hour boot camp, so basically twelve workouts in a row for a charity. It's a great cause. Go and have a look. But I I got there quite a lot with Hazy, whose business it is, and he said I'm going for a walk Monday seven till nine. Do you want to come? I was like AM, yeah. I was like actually yeah, could do. So we did this long walk. Um, with a lovely man called Dave and he had a but Hayes had a 20 kilo backpack on and all that and I did this long one I felt I did like six six seven miles whatever it was it was really good really hilly brutal quite brutal but really good fun quite enjoyed it got back and I thought oh, that's good that um I still feel all right I might do a couple of sets of squats so I did that and felt okay and today my groins have gone mm-hmm. uh quads are gone drove up to London yesterday struggled to keep my foot on pedal because you know you basically have to hold your leg in position on the accelerator Cruise and control. my groin was just absolutely given out i brought a different car up yesterday put my uh girlfriend's little mini up mm. and um for boring reasons and it hasn't got cruise control so i am in bits from going for a walk which is pathetic david but um yeah. just 
off point a minute, I, I do have to mention a guy called Mark. Um, reckons he shot 74 around uh, Berkshire yesterday. I think he said he Did was he in the RAF. Um, he actually he looked terrible off the tee, and he had a really red face after. Um, obviously, a little bit of sun hit him hard. Um, but he said he listens to the pod, and whether I mentioned him, I, I didn't get a surname. Um, he didn't even, he, he looked like a, a Mark, you know, like Mark, you know, it's just pretty boring bloke. Yeah. Pretty boring name, Mark. Like Mark Fowler from EastEnders. Yeah. yeah. Just like, he's always going to be a Mark. I said I'd give him a nudge. Um, okay, so, yeah, fair enough. So there you go. Um, I, I know I should have tied it into when I was talking about it, but... No, forget it. Yeah. I forget it. Uh, but really, it's been reasonably quiet. Lovely to have a weekend off. Don't get a huge amount of those. Um, um, which I'm very grateful not to have weekends off because it means I'm working. But yeah, it was it was nice, chilled. Uh, done a bit of that. Been a little bit useless in terms of actually being productive. Um, and now I've got 546 unread emails that this afternoon is what this afternoon's all about. So everyone... Um, She's probably asleep by now. Basically, nice, quiet week, fella. Bit yeah, of work. Half those bit emails, of bit of that, quite nice. Amazon delivery updates. Oh mate, what I'll do is I'll do the I'll do the last week or two of emails. Then I will say select all, mark red, and yep. I will. There's a coffee shop down the road I'm going to go to, and I'm going to walk to that. So that's what I'll actually do. That's the reality of it. Um, Kyle Eastman has retired from professional rugby. Mm. Did you played with him? Didn't you at Bath? I did a, I did a dinner once, a few years ago. More than just once. Asked, well, a couple of, five or six years ago. And I was there with who was on the panel. I can't remember. Danny Care. Good story already, this mate. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the only person I remember on the panel was Danny Care. Mm. And I said, right, most talent. The, the crap. The punters were asking questions, and I said, right, this is a question from Stuart on table nine. Most talented player you've ever played with. And he goes, oh, I don't know, who's yours, Flats? Well, I think. And I said, do you know what? Out of all the people, and I've played, you know, you and I have played with some amazing players. You've been sort of up there with them and I've kind of been below them a little bit, but playing with them. I honestly think Kyle Eastman takes some beating for a sheer talent. Mm. And he was like, no, he goes, are you serious? I said, yeah. And he goes, mate, my answer was Kyle Eastman. Mm. And I think of the players he's played with and against and he's like, Kyle Eastman was that good. And I think there was a period at Bath when, I mean, obviously in rugby league, he was an absolute don. There's a period with Bath where you had, um, I think it was Peter Stringer was when Bath were at their best because he just whipped that ball away and he had such a good, he he was, he basically, he forced, he forces you to run onto his pass, Stringer. Um, but he's such a good wide pass that with him, George Ford and Kyle Eastman, it was carnage at 9, 10, 12 for Bath. Like, Kyle was just fantastic with George. And you think, well, then I remember thinking George is the best player in the Premiership at taking it to the line and giving late, making late decisions. Kyle Eastman is second best, you know, and not by very much. He was that good, and it, it didn't quite fit for him. I think size became more of an issue in the last couple of years. Um, but geez, he was he you, was some player. You know, Peter um, Stringer, like he allows you to play as a team. I think because he's not physically dominant you know he doesn't try and take on too many players so whenever the ball's at the base of the ruck he just gets out you know so it gives the 10 yep. more time um and you know especially i suppose later on in his career when you know he probably lost just a little bit of edge uh, of acceleration you know he's just 
brilliant at allowing teams to play because he'll get to a ruck and feed it out and won't slow the ball down by having a crack himself or anything. So yeah, valuable. but also when that what that meant was that he very rarely because he didn't make that many attempts at sniping around the breakdown. He didn't get caught mm. in didn't get caught in possession very often, which is really handy. But also when he did, it you know it kind of. He was very good at keeping defenders honest and often they weren't looking for it because he didn't do it that often towards the last couple of years. But, oh, hey, man, he was, he but then, was some player. But then, you know, you can't have a Dan Robson type of role there, you know, from how Wasps attack, you know, and a lot of stuff comes off Dan Robson. Well, you seen the Nick Strings is in on Instagram? It's all right, mate. I think he's airbrushed a lot of it, but and <laughs> sort of a lot to do with lighting. Apparently so he uses hollow weights as well. <laughs> Stephen Ferris said he uses hollow weights. Water such weights. A shame, it? Water weights. Such a shame in it when an icon. He used a beanbag things around his wrists. Um, yes, Carl Eason's retired. That's that is big news in rugby because although he hasn't done much the last couple of years, he's been a hell of a player um, in English rugby for a long time. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I think we should start on the game last night, uh, London Irish versus Exeter, um, with a Simmons hat trick. <laughs> Started the season with a hat trick at Quinns, broke the record with a hat trick five minutes down the road at Brentford. More tries than any other player in a season. You're talking like Mate, wing- wingers. You're, I he mean, scored f- fifty tries in sixty six Prem games. Neil Back is up there. I think he scored sixteen or seventeen 16. in a season. Um, but yeah. you know, a lot of them would probably be off a driving line out. Yeah, um, but these tries are completely varied. You know, yeah. it's not like they're all pick and goes, or it's not like they're all driving lineouts. This is just an array of different tries. Um, like it, his second try, like how low and powerful does he get? In a, he gets in such a great position to be able it's to just dive how over quick the line. he's moving mm. when he's when he gets over the line. Like he's got, he's so explosive. What I will say to you, Dave, is I mean it wasn't picked out. Uh, of the game yesterday, which I thought was a bit of a shot, but the Alex Cuthbert pass looks slightly forward to him for his third nope. try. No. Nope. Okay, fine. 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 Do you Blinkered. Know why? Blinkered. Do you know why? Uh, TV um, angle. You could be right. TV I... angle. 
uh, do you know when he scored it we had to do because of covid we had our interviews were around the other side and we had to walk all the way around the ground to get 30 meters away yeah because you can't go through the red zone so i actually i actually only saw that on the big screen when i ducked back in basically so i don't really i don't actually know but the main reason i won't allow that is because i don't like a word being said against alex cuthbert because whenever he's played for chiefs he's been really good and i quite like someone who's been hammered for his form for years or for an extended period um doing well uh so yeah, just leave, just leave it i just said that at the end then um but do you think this is gone are the days now where sam simmons is in the wilderness for england is this has it changed completely now you know him being selected for the lions him having an amazing season is this it is he is he a regular now in the england team well he's not doing anything now that he wasn't doing a year ago no but it's um, it's a level of consistency no you know, so it's it's backing up another season and another season um, of, and it's not just having one great season, which lots of players do have, and lots of players get a, a small amount of caps because they sort of they peak in a season, but they can't continuously do it. But this guy has now proved that every year he can perform to an unbelievable level and maintain that level. So surely, surely the days of him not getting selected are gone. I think it would be deeply weird for him not to get picked for England a lot from now on. That's what <laughs> the, I think. The way like it works it, for it's him... Been, it's been weird up until now. Yeah, the way it works so well with him at Chiefs is... And I I can't remember who was talking about this, but I was like thinking, yeah, that's, that's a great um, point, is that they they pick a back row around him. So it's not just right these are our best players. You have to, like, for instance, in the Lions, I don't think if Sam Tim was playing, it might not work with a Justin Tipperick because you've got two players who are pretty similar. They're often hanging around in wide channels. Yeah. Um, and Ewers and Vermeulen are always in the centre of the field, picking and going, carrying hard, yeah. hard yards. And that allows Sam Simmons to stay in the wider channels. Um, and Tipperick's very much the same. You know, often you see him keeping the width. Yeah. So who they pick around him is absolutely key as well. And, you know, Chiefs get it spot on with uh, their selection there. You know, it, it's all to do with balance, isn't it? You look at back rows. Yeah, you've got Dave Ewers, who's just a mute. Yeah, Vermeulen's a mute as well, mate. Vermeulen's a mute as well. Mm. They, they are pair of mutes. Where's Vermeulen from? Equally, Simmons, South African. Wow. <laughs> oh, sorry. But Simmons does so much work, mate. His defence is unreal. Yep. Like yep. He's Flying up off the line, his tackle technique is awesome. Like, yep. He's such a specimen. Mm. Not 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 a big guy. Like not a big guy. You wouldn't notice him walking down the street for being particularly big. Like, but he's got so much power and athleticism in there. Whoa. He's very. He's brilliant. Like he's very strong, from say chest to knee. Like yeah. that is where like he's, he's big and thick set down there and really explosive. Like proper. They. He'd be faster than a lot of centres. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was faster than a lot of wingers. Like he's watching him last night. Whenever I watch him live, which is a lot, yeah, I think Christ, he is so much faster than almost everyone else on the field. Who could we pit him up? Who who could we match him up against now? That's playing that he'd beat. So. I reckon he might be quicker than Jack Noel. Jack Noel is a, I know he's not being picked for the Lions, but he's a Lions standard winger. He's an international standard winger. Yeah. A bit, a bit over 40 metres, Sam Simmons and Johnny May. I bet you there's not a lot in it at all. 
Like okay. Reece Samit doesn't count. Ben Stevenson, Adam Radwan, those three don't count. Mm. But I bet you, because they're too quick. But Why I is bet it when you say Radwan? I, I, I can't help thinking Radwan. Radwan, Radwan, Badman. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I, I think Simmons is that quick. And I think he, people think he's quick for a number eight, because he is. But I think he's quick for anything. I think mm. he's... I, I really to be shot down on this. I honestly think he's quick enough to play on the wing at Prem level. I'm yeah. sure he's not quite agile enough because he is, although he's not huge for number eight, he's a bulky man. For, I'm half expecting to see him in the Olympics like after um, this little chat you've had with me. So He's doing the high jump. He's doing the high jump and the long jump and the shot put in the Olympics he's, and the 1,200 metres. But also, do you know what? Do you know what, boy? Before we move on from him, one guy, I, I knew it had come, like, not that I said anything on Twitter, but someone tweets me and said, oh yeah, all these... His tries, yeah, well, he's probably got as many yards in these 19 tries combined that Tom Vandell had for one or Christian Wade had for one or something. I was nah, like, oh, here boy. they come. Nah, here they come. Yes, he scored some close-range tries. Also, do you think all of Christian Wade's or Tom Vandell's tries were 50-yard legendary Martin O'Fire jobs? No, oh. they had run-ins. They had tap-ins. Mm. They had tries where everyone else did all the work. That's how it goes. They had mate. a cross-field kick, which they just plucked from the yeah. air because there's no one there. Yeah. Um, but London Irish were in the game, mate, until... Ben Loder's mistake, really. Yeah, they um, were. And by the way, that try where Paddy Jackson drops it onto the left, Holly oh, Hassel Collins draws two, gets it away. That is creamy, a beautiful. That is Paddy Jackson's right foot as well, I believe. Um, but yeah. he looks so comfortable off left. That was under pressure as well because the pass took him by surprise a little bit. He stumbled a little bit. He had to sort of lean forward to catch it. It makes you off balance. But to put that in, and um, yeah, it was a um, a really nice try from. Who scored it in the end? Class player he is, mate. Who Paddy scored Jackson. it? Yeah, who scored that? Um, Ollie Hassel-Collins inside to... Rona or Crocnacina? Was it Curtis Rona? Oh, I can't remember. I was no. there. I can't remember. Um, yeah, but Hassel-Collins looks powerful, doesn't he? He looks like, a bit like Ollie Thorley, I think. Um, a, lot, like, a lot like Ollie Thorley. And one thing he's got in common with Ollie Thorley, which you will like, boy, yeah. um, as a former mute yourself, is that, yes, he's quick and all that stuff, but on the other side of the ball, he hammers in. Yeah, he does. Like he properly hammers people. He flies into contact. And yesterday he carried, I was just on the sort of on the touchline watching and he went to go sort of outside line, outside Cuthbert. Mm. And you knew that he wasn't going to make it because Cuthbert was quick enough to cover it. And he stepped in and Cuthbert absolutely... Mullered him. Like it Sorry. was two massive blokes. It was two massive blokes that really going quick and Cuthbert but like gave him nothing it was proper I was like oh god that is a sternum cracker that is he's um, two tough blokes a little bit prone to making mistakes though still I mean he's young and yeah. but just needs to probably try and get that out of his game you know knocks on losing the ball you know little things like that do hammer teams a little bit but like there, I think there's only going to be one winner last night um, equally there aren't many what, what you've got there is a I'm not saying he's not a clever player or anything like that, but you've got a raw specimen there. Yeah, you do, you do. And what you've got, you know, you've almost got like, I always think like, I remember playing against Sale Sharks and Mark Cueto was playing. And the thing with Quates was, he scored lots of tries, really good kicking game, made no mistakes. Like yeah. he just never made mistakes. And it was like, well, we could run that play, but Quates won't be suckered in by that. It won't work. And he wasn't, and we tried it and he never was and never dropped the ball and, or very rarely. So you think, well, it's, you know, you've got 
almost the opposite in Hassel Collins where you've just got a beast yeah. whose yeah, you consistency do. you can work on, haven't you? Yeah, and similarly with Hadley Parks at Wales, you know, really low error count right. and that's why he featured quite heavily. Um, I'm really enjoying Jack Maunder at nine. Um, Are you? Right, yeah. tell me about that. I just, I think he's, he's just a quality player, mate. He's, he's got a really good pass, he's really fit, so he's getting to rucks, you're not, you know, teams aren't having to wait for him. Um, his box kicking's really good. I think he's good defensively as well. And you're seeing like a, a level now with him where I think experience is coming through now. So he seems a lot more confident um, in his ability and, and when he takes a field. So I was just impressed with him at nine. Um, anyway, shall we yeah, move well, on? Well, because I've, I've wondered about Maunder. Not wondered if he's any good or not, because obviously he is. But yeah. I have... I've thought a couple of times that Stu Townsend's come on and just like, whoa, made a big difference. And still they start Maunder. So mm. I thought there must be something there and I haven't quite watched closely enough. Stu Townsend's box kicking yesterday when he came on um, was brilliant. Well, you, you keep speaking. I've got someone's the at the blooming door. You keep speaking. I'm listening to you, fella. They were all on the button. Um, and they, two good scrum halves. But I'm just, I'm liking watching Jack Maunder and see his... Development. I'm not actually sure how old he is. Um, he might be 18, 19. Oh, I don't know. Um, but then Bristol Bears versus Gloucester. Now, I didn't watch this game live. <laughs> I wish I had, but I yeah. had some. What did I have on? Oh, no, we were. I was over in London having a bloody few beers with the boys. Were you, you flipping nutcase? Yeah. What uh, are you like these days? Was there something like eight tries disallowed? Because of infringements. Uh, but uh, 10. Oh, wow. 13. 10. Fifth, 20 no, nine, 9 or 10. I think it was 10. Nine, okay. I think it was 9 for Bristol, 1 for... And ruled out, yeah, for I various mean, clear, reasons. Clear red card. You cannot tackle like that. It was a proper spear. Land on his head. Had to be a red. Um, yeah. And that that's the easy thing now with tip tackles is that because the bar was set. So, well done, Sam Warburton, for doing that. Anything, anything at that level now is is a clearer card. Um, Sam's legacy. That's Sam's his legacy, legacy. In total, isn't it? And then Gloucester obviously had a yellow card as well. So down to thirty men, absolute killer defensively, especially when you've got some of the world's best in Rad Radra, who oh, just wow, mate, wow. But Callum Sheedy was excellent. You know, do you see oh, the, out the yeah. back pass? He was man of the match. He's, he's out the back pass for. Um, who was it? Who scored? Malins. Malins. Max Malins. Yeah, was silky, sexy. But mate, um, well, imagine apart from anything else, imagine being in the same team as Semi Randrandra, Nathan Hughes, Luke Morahan, all these players, and Steve Luatua, and getting man of the match ever. What are you doing, mate? You seem like you're. Well, no, I had to answer the door. <laughs> Had to answer the door, and I've done it now. All right, well sorry, a bit clunky. But you, sometimes you've got no choice. It's working from home, mate, isn't it? Mm, yeah, true. But ima- imagine playing in the imagine playing in the Bristol Bears team with all those legends and getting man of the match. It's like you've got to be seriously good. He was so good. It's I was hilarious. watching Nathan Hughes at the front of a driving line out, mate. He's just des- <laughs> he's just destroying people. Yeah, and he's laughing while he's doing it. I'd, like, yeah. I'd love to be that big and strong. You know, he's he's like Will Skelton, isn't he? Just an ox of a man, like absolutely massive, yeah. should be on like the Conan Game of series. Thrones. Yeah, there yeah. We are. When you 
it, you know, like we're used to seeing massive guys. Will Skelton shocks everyone. Yeah. Um, and I remember Sammy Manoa when he came over was like, yeah, second well, row. Yeah, second I mean, he row. didn't look that big on telly, but seriously, big bit of meat to play against. And Nathan Hughes is enormous. Yeah. He's like, he's a giant man and he looks big on telly. He's so much bigger in the flesh. Whereas, you know, but then you've got someone like Sam Simmons, topically, who's half the size of Nathan Hughes mm. and just an awesome player in different ways. But Nathan Hughes is a beast. Oh, my goodness. The Chris Vuey, uh double dummy was class. Oh. I, th- I thought Pierre Tau was going to put it back inside to him to score because he essentially created it. But because Pierre Tau dropped one over the line, I think he just wanted to score Point one. proof. It's horrible, that. But, mate, those, those dummies sending boys for coffees. I know. <laughs> Excellent, God. isn't it? Fetch it. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that he did a Freddie Burns, didn't he, Piatow? But game wasn't in doubt, so it's fine. <laughs> it, it it weird how it didn't really matter because it wasn't a key it wasn't a key moment at all, was it? Yeah. It's like when you you're playing with penalty advantage and you like you just knock it on or drop it. It doesn't really matter, does it? You're like, no. Because you got the and it, it, ne- it never quite felt like all of those Bristol mistakes mattered. Like mm-hmm. they were just oh my god, they're relentless. Just relentless. They, the tempo they play at is just brutal. We won't hammer all the games now. Um, no, God, no. But to do, we? I do want to say, um, with Leicester, I'm really enjoying a couple of players there. And I know you've mentioned them before on this, but I'm starting to take note now because sometimes you mention stuff and I just, yeah, it, I don't really take you it. switch off. Yeah, yeah, I don't really. I think you're just saying it for the sake of it. Um, I don't. Um, but... Freddie Stewart. Yep. Uh, he looks class at 15, and so does Guy Porter on the wing. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, okay, I want to know what you think of Guy Porter, please. I'd like to know what you've seen in him that you think is class, please. Work rate, strong, aggressive, hits lines, um, good in the air. Everything you want from a winger, really. Attitude. Okay. Yep. Attitude's a big one, because if you want to play wing... You know, to have good work rate, you need a good attitude, I think. You need to be fit. Um, you see some players do it. Like, I think gone are the days of wingers where they just stay on the wing and finish off tries. I think you've got to have a bit of game management in you, you know, to to know where to turn up, you know, so know where to run, um, follow the ball. Like, someone like Gareth Thomas was brilliant at it. You know, he could read a game. And I think you've got to be able to do that on the wing now. You've got to be able to read games. You can't just stay on there and wait for a crossfield kick or wait for the ball to come your way. Yeah. And I think he's good. And he's powerful. And you can use him on the wing. Or you can use him in the midfield. So okay. multiple facets of it. Uh, George Ford did holding up that ball for Matt Scott Tribe. Yeah. By the way, he did it, he did it two or three phases earlier as mm. well. And it caused Quinn's loads of problems. Mm. George is the guy, mate. Genshaw Marcus Smith, good. oh yeah, he was on one. But on, on the the highlight show, Derda said to me, right, you know, Smith or Ford. And I mm. said, well, I'm a massive Marcus Smith fan. Everyone's a massive Marcus Smith fan. But if I'm picking an England team tomorrow with a big forward pack in front of them, I reckon George Ford starts, Marcus Smith coming off the bench. Mm. You yeah. okay with that? Don't know. I think at some st- it doesn't really matter for me for England, but I think at some stage you're just going to have to go, not in the deep end, but you're just going to have to go with... The talent, I mean, yeah, and the player that's that is on form. They're both good players, but I just think Marcus Smith's form is He's hard to up, be. Isn't he? It's hard He's to be. Um, up, yeah, I meant to ask you: Were you upset that England have dropped the Saxons' name? No, 
okay. over the moon. All right. Um, difficult, not difficult subject, sort of subject where you get cancelled. Um, if you say the wrong thing these days, but, uh, and I'm Don't all for the whole, uh, no, fine. Right. No, it's fine. The whole political piece aside, I found Saxon's names cringe. Even when I played for them, it's cringe. Just call it England A. Yeah. Why have you got to overmarket something that no one cares about anyway? Mm. Like, just, just call it England A. Bin like juice. it always England has bin been. Juice. England bin juice. Like, mm. Development 15. Let's call it that. Let's call it the Saxons. Let's call it, oh, God's sake. Mm. Just call it England A. I found it cringe when it changed to Saxons. It was like, oh, God. And then I remember getting like stash with Saxons on it. I was like, that's going straight to the charity shop at the end of the Churchill yeah. Cup or whatever it is. It was like, that's going straight to the Chazza shop, mate. That's, After I'm not ever... for a coffee around Bath, it's going straight. Yeah, I only wear, full, I only wear my full England kit um, for that. But it's quite old now, my England kit. A lot of my England kit is actually a bit big now. Okay. So skinny. Um, yeah. I, last night, last uh, night, Ben Moon popped over and said hello after the game, the prop. Yeah. And he goes, God, he said to me, have you lost a bit of timber? And I said, well, a little bit. And he, I said, mate, I'm down. I've gone down to 120 kilos. And he was like, he looked at me like, oh my God. I think I'm heavier than him. And he's like a premature. I mean, his is good weight. Mine isn't. Yeah. I still look at these boys and think unit. And then I think, oh my God. I've, I'm fat enough that I'm like half a stone heavier than that guy. It's not good, fella. Mm. It's not good I for the heart weight, at mate. all. Yeah, but mate, I'm still grossly overweight. My BMI is still... Have you had a bad week? Have you yeah. like jumped in the car and drove to Dundee eating only Toblerone? <laughs> uh, I, um, right. I covered uh, Cardiff, or Scarlet's Cardiff in the Rainbow Cup. and Good win I, for Blues, that. It was a good win. I awarded man of the match to Jared Evans. Mate, first half, quality. Absolute quality. Like, constantly picking out the right pass, which is so difficult to do. Um, because yeah. somewhere in your head, you'll have a preconceived idea of what you're going to do. But just to be able to change it a split second and his decision-making is so good. Uh, yeah. Tap really well in the first half. There's, there's a couple of players right there. I, I hope get capped in the summer games that come to Wales. I think Argentina and Canada mm. come to Wales. Like mm. Josh Turnbull is really like he's had a great season for the Blues. He's playing. Yeah. He's in his thirties now, but I reckon it's the best rugby he's playing. He he was one of those players I think that was. Is he second row? Is he back row? Um. He's now he's back row. I think six is his best position. I, I think, think six is best. Yeah, I think eight. Eight. Sometimes you're going to have to have some explosiveness off the back to get outside the scrum off to get outside the bl- uh, the flanker. You know, to be able to get yeah. to ten. Um, James Ratty is a player that played well actually. So how did he go? How did Turnbull go against Shingler? Because I always think Shingler's a different players. Mate, does, Shingler doesn't like, play badly ever. No, Shing. All the scouts were quite quiet. Shingler's. A lot more elusive, like in the wider channels, you know, ball in hand. He's got pace, he's rangy. Um, but Turnbull, close quarter stuff, mate. His carrying is brilliant. Like, he ran straight okay. over the top of Angus O'Brien for a try. Um, but I really hope Wayne Pivak looks at him in the um, in the summer tour. It, because yeah. he's quite old in terms of, well, he's not old, but I think what, it might be 32, 33, maybe. I'm guessing now. I hope I'm right. But. He deserves it. Yeah. You know, if there's, and 
I, I do hope he gets some recognition for his form because there's not there's not many players out playing him in Wales at the moment. Um, so covered that, but um, okay, boy. Uh, Ospreys ended up easily beating the Dragons. Um, I wasn't quite sure what was going to happen there. Have um, you? Have you? Uh, tell me this. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the um, Wasps Ben Morris red card? No, I haven't. Well, you should. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to find it on here. So basically, uh, Ben Morris Wasp back rower gets a red card for a high shot on Ollie Lawrence, mm-hmm. and. But Ollie Lawrence is tackled into him, like he's smashed into him. Okay, and he gets and he gets a red card for it. And it's on fifty nine minutes, so it's not like it's that early. And then Worcester lose their seven for the last ten anyway. Sam Lewis he goes anyway, so it's kind of that's not really the point. But the, if you haven't seen it, if you if you're listening to this pod and you haven't seen it, get online and have a look at it because it's a horrible collision with Ollie Lawrence's head. But I, I actually don't think it's a penalty. <laughs> like I, yeah. maybe I'm completely wrong. So, by all means, shoot me down on it. But from what I've seen, a few replays of it, and I was like, he has absolutely smashed him in the head, and it is not his fault. There is nothing he could do there. Yeah. Um. So, I'll have a look. Have a look, boy. Have a look, because it's like it. And Dan Robson was angry about it after the game. But to be honest, I say this with respect coaches and players being upset about decisions immediately post-match kind of doesn't mean much really because they're in the moment they haven't really analyzed it they're partisan and all that stuff but Mm. I've watched it I'm neutral and I'm like what is he supposed to do there you've said it many times like you know you sometimes the tackler can't do anything about it and I said on telly like what are these guys like Charlie Yule's one at the weekend that was just fatigue really that was different but what are these guys supposed to do? Crawl around on their knees just in case they go too high? You know, it's... Mm. 1v1, it's easy to um, to ref a tackle because it's just 1v1. But when yeah. diff- different players are involved, when it's a double tackle, when a player moves from one channel into your channel and you're, you're upright because you're looking at something else in front and you're trying to yeah. adjust, it's so hard, mate. And Yeah. Um, yeah, boy. But that's... We've got, we got rules now in... Uh, Rainbow Cup, so you can challenge decisions of foul play. Yeah, how's that going? Scoring, um, so complicated, mate. <laughs> there was there was an issue on the weekend because we weren't sure what the actual time was because apparently the time wasn't right from what the ref had to what was we were seeing. Um, Ken Owens asked for a decision to be challenged, which you allowed to ask for any decision challenged in the last five minutes, but the ref said no because the rest of it wasn't a penalty decision, but I think you're still allowed to challenge it, so I think that was a mistake. Right. Um, anyth- anything held up over the line is a dropout from under the posts. Um, so it seems to be going all right, but like anything, mate, it's it's about getting the right decisions, um, correct, for one, but you've got to weigh that up against the stoppages in play and how long it takes for a game to be played and to flow, yeah. you know, because... All of a sudden, then you know when you question decision, the ref has to go over to the side of the field, yeah, has to look at the big screen. There has to be replays, so it does add a little bit of time to the game. I, I retweeted an article this morning. I just think it's interesting. I think it was in the Telegraph, and it's not behind a paywall though. And it's about it, the headline is, you know, uh, TMO is killing rugby, and 
course, there's always one or two silly billies who reply, it's not killing the game. It's like, no, no, read the article. That's the headline. Mm. The headline was not written by the writer. You know, it's kind of like, just why do people still... Anyway, um, and headlines, not like headlines are a new thing. Been around for 150 years. Um, it's the original clickbait. But it's really interesting. So it's like games regularly taking two hours now. And yeah. it's like, actually, it's... The, the the point in it I find most interesting is that you you can't argue with the tech because the tech makes the right decisions and then there's no argument about it. But the point in rugby is that even with all the tech we've got, loads of stuff still gets missed. So technically there will be a good number of side entries or contacts mm-hmm. with the head or crocodile rolls, um, you know, or knock-ons that are missed. There'll be mm-hmm. there are so it's almost infinite variables. So the tech will not make the game 100 or every decision absolutely accurate and correct. It will not. So at what point do we accept that the game is imperfect and actually go back to being able to celebrate tries when they happen instead of having to wait? And when you're in the stadium, when you're at home, it's kind of rubbish enough uh, or it's useful enough or rubbish enough, however you look at it. But when you're in the stadium, you often don't know. I, I, I noticed last night, they didn't know what... They were looking for, they're just sitting there, they see the big screens, they see what you're watching on telly, but they don't know what the question is. They don't know what the on-field decision is. So you're completely, if you're in a stadium, you're actually completely in the dark for those few minutes or largely in the dark. And it's crap. It's rubbish. And I think, I wonder if, I wonder if it's gone far enough in tech terms, actually. I do wonder if we could implement it better. Maybe. I mean, the last thing you want is people like going on their phones, don't you? Because there's a big break in play and they're bored. Yeah. You know, you want people to be engaged. Um, but just sign off the Rainbow Cup. Connor beat Munster 24-20 at Munster. I think it's the first time in maybe 10 years that Connor beat Leinster, Munster and Ulster in a season. So oh, great. doing okay. Doing okay. Right, this weekend, Flats, we've got the Challenge Cup final. Leicester v Montpellier. It's at Twickenham. There's going to be fans. Who are you picking? Uh, Leicester. Yes, same, same. Do it, do same, it, my boy. Do um, it. Are you picking in the big Euro final or bigger? I think now La Rochelle are a good team, and they've got a big set of forwards. I think so did Toulouse, but I, th- I just think Toulouse will edge it uh, behind the scrum and behind the pack yeah. slightly. So yeah. I just think there's a bit more quality there. So I'm going to go to lose. Same. To lose, to win, not to lose, okay? Just so you know. No, yeah. I tell you what, I'll go La Rochelle so we, and we'll have a fiver on it. Okay. It's one of All those right. bets that, you know, you're never really... No, I'm never going to get it. I finished a back. book I like, really like yesterday called Golden Hill by Francis Spufford. It's really good. Okay. I probably um, won't read it. If I'm, anybody wants to read it. I might play really Goldeneye. One of the best no. games ever. I haven't read American Dirt yet. Everyone tells me I need to read it. Um, maybe I will. But I, I'm quite. I've always got about four books on the go, and they're all going quite slowly. I sometimes a bit bored at home, and I read a dictionary, mate. I like a mental sweat. Okay. Yeah, that's the problem. I I prefer. I like telling people I read, but I quite regularly go a week without reading a single word of any book at all. So people say oh, I've, I'm a voracious reader. No, I'm not. I just tell everyone when I finish the books, they think I read more. I'm read for ages because I haven't found one, uh, a book that um, either been recommended or, you know, it's just thought, right, 
this takes my fancy this I like this yeah how many murders how do they die Was Lee Burns got a book isn't he read that pictures mate yeah of course colouring in Slag it off Rob Howley. <laughs> Poor old howlers. Uh, coaching, um, coaching Canada. Come back to Canada playing Wales. So good to see him. Oh, good. Back. Yeah, he's had a hard time. and um, Good, good, good. I think he's through it now, which is really good because he's still a good bloke. Um, he's done wrong. He knows it, but it's over now. Let's yep. support him. Come yep. on, come all. Yeah. Okay, mate. Well, it's nice good to good see you. To you um, it's, ni- it's nice to hear your voice. Jason Leonard sends his regards. Um and uh, you know, look after yourself. Oh, you keep going, okay? Big eat week healthy, for you. Eat healthy and get to bed early, okay? Get to all bed right. early, get up early. Be productive. All right. Keep going, fella. Cheers okay. all. Bye. Ta-ra now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.